tonight, today, as a challenge about being uh, missionaries and how we are to spread the gospel of Christ and how we are even to see people and how do we see people the right way that we can spread the gospel of Christ in a much more profound way than we might have thought before. In the, in the epistle this morning, St. Paul tells uh, the Galatians that all those who are baptized into Christ, there's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither slave nor free, he even says there's neither male nor female, but all are one in Christ Jesus. And I want to think about that in terms of mission and missionary because uh, oftentimes the first thing that we notice about people is how they are different from us. And instead of that, we should train our th ourselves to think about people as being, first and foremost, everyone, created in the image and likeness of God. Every single person created in the image and likeness of God. Now, all of us are broken people created in the image and likeness of God. And all of us broken people created in the image and likeness of God are in need of a Savior. And when we begin to think in those terms, we can much more easily missionize and evangelize the world when we see everyone as being a broken person created in the image and likeness of God who is in need of a Savior. And then we can present that Savior to them. And one of the reasons that I bring that up today is because uh, today in the Orthodox Church, we are actually celebrating one of the great missionaries of the church. And you've probably never heard of him. But he's the patron of at least two people in our church. And that is uh, the priest Jacob Yetzgatov, uh, who is the enlightener of the people of Alaska. And St. Jacob was born in Alaska, actually, in about 1802. His, his father was a, a Russian, and his mother was actually a native Aleut in, in Alaska. But he ended up not staying there. The family moved back to Siberia, and he actually went to seminary in Irkutsk. Uh, and after graduating from seminary, he wanted to go back to Alaska. And so uh, he was ordained as a deacon, he was ordained as a priest, and they said, great, you can go back to Alaska. Here's Antonin, so that's the cloth that's underneath the gospel one uh, that says you can celebrate the divine liturgy. The bishop gave it to him. He said, we'll see you. A year later, his family finally made it from Siberia to Alaska. A year, it took him a year. And by the time he got to Alaska, the parish that he'd been assigned to, St. Nicholas, uh, St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in Afka, Alaska, didn't even have a building. And his parish was made up of 2,000 miles. That's from here to San Francisco. Just so that you can think about the size of Alaska and the size of that mission field that he was assigned to. And so St. Jacob puts up a tent to serve services while they build a building. And he builds a church. He builds a school. And he saves that tent that they uh, initially had used for the services so that he can take it around uh, on his missionary journey so that he can set it up randomly in little villages and be able to serve services there as well. While he's doing all of that, now he's, he's preaching to the native Aleuts there up in Alaska. And at that time, they didn't have a phonetic alphabet to be able to translate the scriptures. And so what does St. Jacob do? He himself 
comes up with an alphabet for the Aleut language so that he can translate the scriptures into their language, so that he can translate the liturgical services into their language, uh, so that they can have a full expression of the faith. He didn't tell them, you've got to learn Russian in order to be able to come here. He, he did everything that he could in order to, to bring the faith to them and to their culture, to, who, uh, to where they were in their life. He did all of that. And while he was going around, he even apparently had a, a strong interest in science, and he even would take specimens of interesting uh, marine life and things like that and send them to museums in Moscow and to St. Petersburg uh, so that he can uh, even help people to know and learn about just the world that God had created. And so St. Jacob set himself up uh, to, to teach people about Christ with all that he had. Unfortunately, he faced a great tragedy in his life as well. His wife died. And after his wife died, he actually requested, he wrote the bishop and requested to retire and actually go to a monastery. And the bishop said, yes, that is great. You can do that. When somebody arrives to take your place, you can do that. <laughs> No one ever came. No one ever came. Instead, though, in an amazing thing, St. Jacob was able to actually meet with St. Innocent, whose icon is over here on the side, uh, someone who you might be more familiar with as an enlightener of Alaska. But he and St. Innocent, St. Innocent got uh, Father Jacob to go on a mission trip with him. And so they went out into the wilderness even further, and St. Innocent convinced uh, St. Jacob to not give up, but to go even further into the wilderness and to teach more and more people about Christ. And so St. Jacob agreed. And he went further into the wilderness. He learned more languages. He, he helped other tribes come up with a phonetic language so that he could teach them the scriptures. And there's even stories that um, warring tribes who were battling against each other would actually sit down with St. Jacob. And when they heard the mission and message of Christ, they put down their arms and became peaceful with one another. And so even to this day, there are these uh, churches way out in the wilderness of Alaska where you have a priest who will come and fly on one of those uh, planes that has to jump from one lake to another one uh, to, in order to get to them. They can't, there's no roads going there. Of course, St. Jacob in the 19th century isn't flying on an airplane. He's doing that by kayak and walking. What an amazing what an amazing man. St. Jacob reposed in the year 1864, which is just three years prior to when Alaska was actually sold to from Russia to the United States, when, when the United States uh, purchased the, the land out there. And that's a whole different story. Uh, but St. Jacob lived to be in his, in his 60s then, but he devoted himself to teaching and preaching the mission of Christ. That first and foremost, it didn't matter who a person was. It didn't matter which tribe they belonged to. All he wanted to do was to spread the gospel of Christ. And it didn't matter how far away he had to go or what he had to learn. He did it. And it wasn't the life that he expected. Now, he did request to go to Alaska and be a missionary, so that much he knew that he was going to do. But it was, I'm sure, especially with the repose of his wife, a much more difficult life than he would have ever imagined for himself or perhaps chosen for himself. But he lived it faithfully because he loved God and because he wanted other people to know and love the God that he loved as well. And that's the missionary zeal that he had all got to have 
Christ in the world. And that begins by, again, not seeing people for who they are different from us, but seeing people as broken human beings created in the image and likeness of God who need a Savior. And then we present the Savior to them in as beautiful a way as we possibly can, as genuine a way as we possibly can, so that they fall in love with the Christ, with the God that we love ourselves. And so, brothers and sisters, let us bring into our hearts this firm love of God so that we can share it with others, so that we can share with those who are broken, with those who are created in the image and likeness of God, and with those who need a Savior. And we keep all of that in every single thing that we do. And when we do that, we will work towards breaking down the divisions that exist. We'll work towards being the light of the world that God has challenged us and called us to be. And we will work towards shining that light on as many as possible so that not only us, Lord willing us, but as many as possible will see that light and desire to enter the kingdom of heaven. May the great missionary work of St. Jacob inspire us, and may he pray for us, and may his example be what we live up to as we attempt to really show Christ in this broken world that truly needs a Savior. Glory to the Father.